Hey guys, welcome back to your mom's favorite place to be. We're your hosts, Edward, Anthony, and Noah. And we are in the fourth season of the Hooligan Hangout, your one-stop shop for entertainment news and movie reviews. That being said, it's time to hang 10 with your top entertainment news of the week. Right, we're going to start fast, but very sad. We're going to show you the first <laughs> disaster of 2021. Oh, no. PBS has sadly canceled Caillou and will no longer air its episodes. Ah. My man. Uh, Why? They just they killed Caillou. It's boy. over. It's over. Bro, I named my cat Gilbert off of the cat on Caillou, bro. Why? Caillou. That's crazy. My Mald sister over. watched that show like every single day. I the, never watched it though. The weird thing about it though is it aired 2004 to 2010 or 2003 to 2010, somewhere around there. But like they kept airing the episodes, like re- reruns for like since then for like so like yeah. 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. I never really that watched makes it. makes me sad. Me neither. My childhood has been slaughtered like a pig. Caillou low-key a bitch, though. True. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Alright, so uh, next up, um, we talked about this movie a while back. I don't know if y'all remember. It was called Shotgun Wedding with Army Hammer and Jennifer Lopez. It was going to be like this rom-com action film. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all do. Okay, so um, Army Hammer has actually just exited the film because of some um, leaked Instagram DMs that surfaced between him and this... Um, undisclosed woman we don't know who the woman is and they were basically about drinking blood rape and cannibalism what what yeah that's not Um, real people are saying that the the dms are fake but um here are some examples of what he said to the woman he said i am 100 a cannibal i want to eat you he said i I need to drink your blood he said i'm gonna be so naughty and kinky with you he said i need to eat your entire body (laughs) he said would you come and be my property till you die if i want to if I wanted to cut off one of your toes and keep it with me in my pocket, so I always had a piece of you in my position. <laughs> as, strange, as strange as that is, that just sounds like, like, a, like that doesn't sound real. That just sounds like he's freaky in bed. That's. <laughs> I wouldn't. Bro, I, I don't, don't think that sounds strange, but that doesn't sound real. I don't think you should tell anyone you're going to eat them and keep their toe in your pocket. Hey, okay, yeah, that was pretty. Weird. I told you that when but, I first met you, Noah. Yeah, but that's different. (laughs) That's sad because I just feel like he just, that's maybe just his kink. I don't know. Well, I keep Noah's toe in my pocket. So anytime I get bored, I just pop it in like a lollipop and just. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she says, disgusting. (laughs) Lucky Noah's toe. It's lucky Noah's toe. You're right, just so jealous anyway, you don't have one. Since then, he has made a statement <laughs> on this. Um, he said, I'm not responding to these BS claims, but in light of the vicious and spurious um, online attacks against me, I cannot in good conscience now leave my children for four months to shoot a film in the Dominican Republic. So he didn't deny it. I still don't think it's real, but. I mean, he I didn't know. say no. Yeah, he didn't say no. Anyways, it's a. Uh, Pretty atrocious. That was just part of the DMs too. That was a lot more. That were a lot more gross. Hmm. Try to save y'all. Yeah, save y'all the the grossness. But anyways, um, 
onward. So, um, Zoe Saldana, Rami Malek, J.D. Washington, Margot Robbie, and Christian Bale are all banding together as part of the cast of David Russell's next film. Um, if y'all don't remember, Russell has directed Silver Linings Playbook, The Fighter, American Hustle. He's directed some pretty, pretty stellar films. I don't know what the next film's about, but he's got a pretty killer cast right now. Well, after The Devil All the Time, I'm skeptical about these super cast movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Netflix film. Well, then that's mm. good. That makes it ten times better. Well, that's one step in the right that. direction. <laughs> he's made some really good films. I don't. I don't think he's. That means out it's at least a, while a six. Too. But we'll see. I mean, like I said, there's not even any details on this new movie, so we'll see what the concept is first before we start pre-judging. All right, so Amazon's Lord of the Rings series that's been in development for a little while um, is officially going to be set thousands of years before The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which um, sounds about right to me. Keep it away from the main story. I haven't watched those, but I keep telling them. I want to. I keep telling myself I will, but I haven't yet. Dang, y'all suck. Remember, I tried to watch them when I was little and I got bored and fell asleep. Currently this watching so Game of Thrones. Sense. Highly recommend. This is OG fantasy, bro. I don't believe in fantasy. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings walks so Game of Thrones could run. <laughs> <laughs> could not have said that in a more nerdy way, Noah. That's great. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, May Kalam- Kalamawi. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say her last name right. Um, from the hit show, from the hit Hulu show, Rami, which is funny because it's I just put this on my list like a week ago. Well, anyway, she has been cast in Moon Knight. It's undisclosed role right now, but she's going to join Oscar Isaac in the Marvel. She series. is Moon Knight plot twist. Oh, she <laughs> takes off hood. I'm a Unveiled. woman with I'm pecs. Woman. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I could just imagine Oscar Isaac looking like a stick figure (laughs) (laughs) with his big head. (laughs) All right. Kevin Feige um, officially has confirmed Deadpool 3 is in the works, will be rated R, and is going to be in the MCU eventually. That makes me happy. Probably after Deadpool 3, unless they do some sort of um, after credit scene. I do love that. I don't know. It makes me super happy, though. It makes me excited, except um, whenever he does join, because since it's rated R, they're not going to hold back. I hope not. They're going to do what Fox did. But I feel like once he does go into like a, an Avengers movie or something, they're going to tone him down a bit. Oh, well, I, I would assume so. They don't want to make a rated R Avengers movie <laughs> just so they awesome, can have Deadpool. Yeah, I know, but that would suck. I hope he's I not toned t- down too much. I hope he, I hope, um, he does like like subtle things. That are inappropriate, but kids wouldn't notice. I love rated R like superhero movies. I was saying the other day how much better Wonder Woman would have would have been if they made it rated R. I don't yeah, think like, it would have changed you know, much. The first one? They made it more violent and yeah. No, the second one. Yeah, I don't think Yeah, it, it wouldn't have changed much. much. I think it would have. Plus that's not really her character. Yeah. Yeah, well, not her DC like the movie character at least. The comic yeah. book character, it totally is. <laughs> yeah. Depending on what you read. Especially from the new DC um, 52. She's pretty badass and brutal. 
or Injustice. Oh yeah, Injustice. That's what I, I was. That's what I was trying to think of because I was like thinking, but I was like, "What's that called?" I forgot. All right. Um. So Loki's not out yet, the show Loki, but season two is already in development with its writer Michael Waldron set to return, and Waldron is also going to be working on Kevin Feige's Star Wars film, which I don't trust whatsoever. Just on Dang. the. Got a lot of work. Yeah, if it's not coming from Grandmaster Dave, then uh, then or I don't Lucas or John Favreau. It's not just that, but everything besides Marvel, Kevin Feige has done a shit job at. His track record True. is not good. Besides Marvel, Loki better be good if it's already warnering a season two. But I say I like the confidence on him for that. But we'll we'll see. All right, uh, this just came out um, yesterday as the time of we're recording, so a Thursday. Um, Chris Evans is pretty big in the news. Chris Evans may be in talks to return as Captain America, and this is according to Deadline, which is a pretty heavy source. I know a lot of news outlets were posting about it yesterday, which is weird. They're trying to kill him off, and then, oh, you're coming back. Don't worry. That is oh, they never weird. kill him well, off. Do do? He's probably just going to come back well, as an old man. And yeah, be I guess like they never that, that mentor, all. like they just pull up to his house and they're like, "Hey, Steve, can I uh, can I see that shield for a second, please? Thank you." But here's the here's the thing. <clears throat> like I said, IGN, um, all these news outlets, Deadline, all reported about it. Um, it's funny. Last night, he posted a tweet and he said, "This is news to me," with a shrugging emoji. So, I don't know if all these outlets just got got. <laughs> I think they might have gotten scammed. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, because I didn't want him. I, would, I didn't want it to be true. And he himself kind of denied it. So, yeah. There's that. It's funny, because I saw this right when I was working on our news list. So, I was like, oh, shoot. Well, <laughs> I guess it's it's not true. All right. Now, we're headed into... Um, we got two more pieces of news. First off... Harry Lennox has officially shot new footage for Zack Snyder's Justice League as the Martian Manhunter. So it's official, boys. But it's not canon official. I know. The master plan works. See, when they told when I heard about what they were gonna do with the original, how they were gonna reveal that he was one of those like sergeants and he like yeah. and he was gonna transform into Martian Manhunter, that was gonna be sick. So we'll see what happens because apparently that was the Original before reshoots, before Josh, Josh the, the, the the I was I don't the know killer. I had a word for him. the killer, the soul snatcher, the soul snatcher. All right, um, finally, last little bit of big news. Uh, Warner Brothers has officially revealed that everything in the DCEU movies and TV shows are now officially connected, and they're building towards a master DC Universe plan that is centrally connected but individually executed. Um, the, Flash fi- the Flash film will answer a lot of the multiverse questions is what I'm assuming. That's where they're going to start. And uh, the DCEU will be connected once more. They're going to start connecting the pieces again. And uh, in light of this, a Batman universe will also be explored with Robert Pattinson's Batman. This will include the new uh, Catwoman and GC, um, GCPD projects. And um, they're even rumored to have future Bat family projects. Did I love they already do that, that with the <laughs> Crisis on Infinite Earths thing? I suppose so, but they never sure. came but they out. they did on the CW? I mean, they, they never... straight up... 
They never came out and said it was going to be a part of their plan, though. Like, it sounds yeah. to me like they're actually going to put it in a big old feature film eventually. I'd I'm excited for give them a lot of money to see that. Yeah. It also it also irritates me because they're just now saying, oh, we have a plan now. We didn't have a plan before, but we have a plan now. But I mean, I, at least they do. Unlike Marvel, I feel like at this point they're just kind of like, whatever. I want to know who's in charge of making the plan because if it's Warner Brothers, then I don't trust their plan whatsoever. Right. I do like that they say they're going to execute it individually before they just throw them in together again. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Which means it'll be a bit because there's so many DC characters to build up. But we shall see. We shall see. And they're also, sounds like they're doubling down on Pattinson's Batman. Which is awesome. He's my favorite so far. I haven't even yeah, seen him yet. Him. I haven't I even like, seen yeah, him yet, but him. he's my favorite. <laughs> he has my favorite costume that I've seen. That's action. better. That's better. <laughs> that about wraps it up. We're going to move on to our favorite game of the week. You know what to do. Take it away, Edward. All right, guys. This week, we are continuing our game score streak. If you're just tuning in randomly into a random episode of this season, then what are you doing? Go back and watch from, from episode one. Yeah, you scrub. Yeah. But if you don't want to do that, I guess I'll tell you the rules real quick. Basically, each of us have two different movies from any different movie rating website. And the other two have to guess what the critics gave the movie. Sounds about right. That's it. That's the tweet. That's it. That's the tweet. And uh, Noah's going to go first. Noah wants to go first. Damn. Noah wanted to go first. Bopped me on that one. All right, Noah, you're going first. (laughs) All right. Since we are watching Pixar Soul, I decided to pick out some Pixar films that you're going to have to guess. So, first off, um, we're going to do no. First off, we're going to do 2006's Cars, the first Cars movie, and this is off of Rotten Tomatoes, so take your best guess as to what Cars might be. Hmm. I am ready. All right. I am also ready. Okay. Three, two, one. 87. Edward got it correct. It is 74% on Rotten what? Tomatoes. <laughs> Not as bad as Cars 2. I'm actually, I was actually kind of surprised, too. But it's okay. I just Under- remember Rotten Tomatoes doesn't like any of the car series. <laughs> That's why I went low. Why? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I like the first think, one. The other suck. I think that seventy four is the highest that any of them got. <laughs> they don't like anthropomorphic cars <laughs> for some reason. All right, um, and this is my personal favorite um, Pixar movie, uh, Finding Nemo. And this is off of IMDb. So okay. I'll take your best guess. Hmm, I should know this. I'm in 2003's Finding Nemo. I am ready. I just watched Finding Dory for the first time the other night. Really? Yeah, it was really good. I liked it a lot. I thought Finding Dory was really long. I did too. I liked it. I liked it, but I felt like I I feel like the original didn't need a sequel. I felt like it did a good job. Like I I was fine with the first one, just being what it was. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Um, I'm sorry. Are we ready to go? IMDb. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Three, two, one. Eight. 9.4. Dang. I thought... Wait, you said eight, Anthony? Yeah. Anthony's closer. It's an 8.1 on IMDb. 
What? Oh my gosh. I That's was so what close. I said. I could have got two points. The thing that irritates me is I, I, after I saw that, I looked up different Pixar movies. I haven't seen one higher than an 8.3 on IMDb. Are you serious? They just don't yeah. like shit, do they? And Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 99, Finding Nemo. Dang. Yeah, that's why I went so high, because who doesn't like Finding Nemo? God. Yeah. What the hell? Okay, then. But all right, Anthony, you're next. All right. So mine is... Actually, I'm not going to say it. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what it was. Okay. Anyways, okay, we'll just guess random movie. <laughs> All right, sixty-five is on IMDb and it's Inside Out. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. Noah saw it. He's he already knows what it is. No, I don't remember. I don't think I looked that one up. Edward, take my best guess. Y'all got your guesses. All right, three, two, one. Go. 8.2. Oh, Noah was closer. Let's it is go. an 8.1. Which is kind of funny because on Common Sense Media, it's a 5 out of 5. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a 98. It's also funny because I just said I couldn't find a movie that was higher than that. <laughs> Dang. That's why I went lower because I didn't think it was on the same level as Finding Nemo. But I guess I was wrong. Well, it's one of the highest Pixar-rated films on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like mm. top five, I think. All right. And this one mm-hmm. is on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, what would they give it? I love it, but I feel like Rotten Tomatoes didn't love it as much. I was considering yeah. going as Ferris Bueller for Halloween. Really? Yeah. You should have. That would be funny. Yeah. Anthony Maybe dresses like that regularly. <laughs> True. <laughs> or are you talking about the part where it's just boxers and socks? Well, I dress that, that <laughs> regularly too. Yeah, in his house, that's how he plays um, PlayStation with us. <laughs> I'm yeah. always naked when I play with you. Okay. <laughs> we didn't need to know that. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's you what want me to start putting night. on a face cam. That, that's what happened last <laughs> night. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Right, I'm, I'm ready. ready. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, go. 84. What'd you say, Noah? 91. Ooh, uh, Edward's closer. It's an 81. Oh, ha! wow. Okay. 81%. I really didn't think it was that low, to be honest. Yeah, they don't like classic comedies for some reason. Well, IMDb put it out as 7.8, and then Metacredit put it out as a 61. Really? That's really yeah. strange to me. Yeah, like classic Comedy movies never hold up on the critic websites for some reason. Cringe, honestly. Right? All right, Edward. All right. Turning back to you. Well, Noah gave you the bad. Anthony gave you the ugly. I'm going to give you the good. The good, okay. the bad, and the ugly on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's going to be a good movie. So it's going to be a high rating. Yeah, you already spoiled yourself. Unless he, unless it's one of those where he makes us think it's a high rating and it's like a 20. It's like a, yeah, bad rating. Yep, the good, the bad, and the ugly on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, let's go. Right. 63. Oh, two, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait. 
I'm so stupid. You meant the movie. I okay. I thought you were making a joke, and then you were like, "Yep, that's the movie." I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, I, I did too. I didn't know you were talking about the actual movie." Dumb ass. That's funny. I hate you both. <laughs> okay, Let I'm on tomatoes. Yeah, I'm on tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I got it. I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> Okay, I got it. Three, two, one, go. 87. I was going to go with 75, but then I was just What did you say, Noah? 77. Anthony, what did you say? 86. Complete guess. Anthony's correct, and you both were like way off. This got a 97, dude. The good, the bad, and the ugly was the best movies of all time. I I know. If it was the best, it would have got 100. That's true. <laughs> I didn't think Rotten Tomatoes would like it, though. I didn't either. Literally, in the description for this, it says, arguably the greatest of spaghetti westerns. Oh, my God. In the first sentence. <laughs> I don't do westerns. Yeah, dude, that's a fantastic movies. movie. Fuck western movies. Hey. <laughs> All right. Will Smith punch in the air right now. <laughs> All right, the next one is off of IMDb. Okay. Is Godzilla King of the Monsters? Oh, oh, I, I got it. Did um, me and Alex watch this one? No, together. Yeah, we sure did. Okay, I got it. We held hands and kissed a little. Yeah, we. I really liked yeah. it though. <clears throat> well, I would hope you liked the kissing. It was consensual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Right, Whatever. Three, two, one, go. Five point four two. No, it's correct. It was a six. Let's go. Oh, Let's go. No, just kidding. <laughs> was, it pretty, was it bad? What was it on Rotten Tomatoes? No, it was pretty good. No, but I know some some outlets didn't like it, and I know IMDb IMDb wouldn't have liked it. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Gave I'm not sure it it forty three. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even think it was certified. There you have it for this week. Let me just tally up the votes. Or the the points. Got like three points. We all tied up basically this week. Um, I have 11. Edward, you have six. Anthony, you have 13. So basically we're right where we left off last week. It'll never end. Five more episodes. Five more episodes. Well, <laughs> all right, and all right. we're going to jump right into the sponsor. All right, everybody. This week we watched Pixar's Soul. It's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this movie was starring Jamie Foxx as Joe Gardner and Tina Fey as 22. The description reads, ever wonder where your passion, your dreams, and your interests come from? What is it that makes you you? In 2020, Pixar Animation Studios takes you on a journey from... From the streets of New York City to the cosmic realms to discover the answers to life's most important questions. Like, what are we having for dinner? Exactly. Yeah, that's a very important question we have to answer. For so, Noah, what are you making me? I thought you were, were going to have his toe. No, that's a, that's <laughs> no silly. That's a snack. That's what I was going to uh, say. Yeah, <laughs> a snack. That's gross. Obviously. All right. Well, 
We're going to start off with the three things we liked about this movie. I mean, the three-word game? I think that you mean too. the three-word game, Anthony. Also. Who's okay. so who wants to go first? I, I have one, but I don't have three words. Mine is just two words. Okay, go ahead. Existential excellence. You could have oh, damn. done another word that started with an E. Existentially <laughs> ex. Uh, I don't know. Existential excellence. That is what I'm going with. Explain. Because it really, it like it. For a kids movie, this made you think like super, super deep and like self reflect. And it did it in such a great imaginative way. It was just like all around just a stunning, stunning movie with that fantastic story behind it. Perfect explanation, Anthony. Your call. Mine is beautiful and meaningful. Explain. Because <laughs> the the animation for one I thought was really, really good. I I don't know. I just love the the animation and then just like it's, the whole movie is like super meaningful. It's re- like Edward said, it's a really deep movie. It makes you think. I guess we're all in the same consensus here. Um, I I did say um, I said Pixar never fails because they never do. I th- I really think this is probably one of their best movies ever. Like it's probably a top five Pixar movie in my opinion. Damn. Yeah, this is definitely the best one that's came out in a while. I think it's the best one since Ratatouille. The drop in on re- me. Dang. In recent years, yeah. I'm trying to remember what came out in between Red Chewy. Oh, well, that's another time. Um, I think it's crazy, though, because like I wasn't sure what this movie was completely about just from the first few teasers. Like I feel like they didn't make it very clear, but I was like really surprised at what it was. I, was... I, yeah, no, I saw it a few it. times, uh, and it, it seemed super interesting. It's something that I had been wanting to see since I saw the trailer, so... It's... Well, dang! I was pleasantly surprised. I I like when I like when I don't see different trailers though, because I feel like you get a lot more out of when you first watch the movie. Yeah. Depending on the movie. All right, boys. Where do we start? Three pros, three con. No, three cons. We're gonna start with our three cons. If you have any. Three cons. So who wants to go first? I only have um, one. Con. Okay. Let me go first. Oh, by the way, Mine we are doing was... spoilers. Course. Yes. So my one flaw is like I su- I really enjoyed the movie and like but just like the the story that it brought brought you on, but I felt like just the story itself could have been a little bit stronger. Personally. Yeah, how so? Uh well just I felt like it was just like lacking I feel like the middle part was a, a little mushy. I don't know really how to explain it. What middle part when what he do you went mean? down when he went down to earth? Yeah. But that's just me. I I don't really know how to explain it. It just kind of felt empty a little bit in the middle part. I'd agree with you, but not that it, the story's mushy. I said that um for a children's movie, I feel like the that middle part was like not for me personally, but for a kid, I feel like that'd be it, it was a bit of a drag. Like I feel like they they might have right. get got bored from that part a little bit. Um, versus like other Pixar films like Toy Story or Cars, when there's like always something going on, you know? 
Yeah, where and it's been inside out. There's like, there's, good. And it's not that it wasn't like entertaining because from a visual standpoint, like those children better be like eyes glued to the screen. It's just so beautiful <laughs> to look at. But um, I just think from a story perspective, because this is one of their like more mature stories. Like I feel like this is probably the most adult Pixar film that right. they've made. Yeah. From, and I feel I also feel like that's that's where my cons come from, which are a little nitpicky. But like, like my other con is that some of the children they might like the kids watching the movie they might not really understand the full theme like to its full extent right depending on their age group but i mean they still make they still make make it an entertaining family movie for everyone but it is one of their more mature movies you can't give them a con for having subject matter that goes over the audience heads if we ourselves could understand it like that's i don't think that's a con I'm saying for a kids movie because it's usually big family movies, but this is one yeah. of their more mature ones. For like, their target like, audience, I feel like yeah. the story could have been a little different or a little more going on. I, I don't, I don't hate the story at all, though. I loved it for yeah, what it was. But I'm saying from well, a child's perspective, right? Let me give you all some insight because I was watching this with my ten year old brother. And he was engaged throughout the entire thing. He fell in love with the movie. And like, even afterwards he was talking about it and he, he, I talked to him about it. He understood 95% of the. I didn't say engagement. If you heard, if you heard, if you heard me, I said that the, how beautiful (laughs) Edward, how beautiful and vibrant the movie is. It'll keep their attention. (laughs) Well, did you hear the the last part? Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's what what I was going to say. Yeah. 99.9% 99.9% of the story he was able to pick up and understand like to the full extent. Well, that's good, but I'm not really talking about his age group. I'm talking about younger. He's 10. How, how much <laughs> younger do you like? And your brother, and your brother's age? also, and I've met your brother. He's also a really smart kid. Okay. So well, I, I'd expect him to understand it. It's a 10 year old though. Like, it, anyone other than that then they shouldn't even be watching movies because they don't understand what anything other than minions are like <laughs> it was cohesive i honestly i didn't see really any flaws with it really i feel like the the ending was could have been a little bit stronger I I might be weird by saying this, but I think I wanted the movie to be a little bit longer. Honestly, I feel like there is a lot really? more that they could have explored with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll talk about it in a minute because I have something to say about that, like like the ending. But I feel like we can hit that in a little bit if y'all want. Unless you want to do it now, we can do it. I can just do it now. Oh. Okay. Um. I really liked how they ended it. I did feel like it was short, but I really liked that um, it kind of left it up to your interpretation of what uh, what he was going to do with the rest of his life. But it's weird because another part of me kind of wanted him to go to the Great Beyond. Yeah. Really? Is that weird? No, that's not weird. I think it's because you wanted to see what their interpretation of the Great Beyond would look like. Well, not just that, but I mean, it is a kid's movie, so you got to expect he gets a second chance and it's kind of a happy ending but i don't know yeah in a way i wanted to see like how it would end just like so subtle with him going into the great beyond 
Me too. I think that would have been a great ending for it too, if it would have just left it with him going up the escalator. Yeah, I imagined him going up, and then it was just a big old like a white like he sees something beautiful, I guess, and it's like a white screen, and then it's over. Yeah, but I think that's just that would have been. I think they might have wanted to do that originally, but then the studio was like, "Nah, bro, it's a kids' movie. You can't do that." <laughs> right, but yeah, that's. I like the ending though, because I, I like that it was I up think, to your interpretation. I think personally, I would have liked to have seen like a a flash forward towards like the end of the life where we can see like the impact he made on on his students a little bit more like after that. Oh yeah, that would have been cool too. Because yeah, I was super intrigued by that trombone player girl, but they didn't really follow up with her, and that's kind of where I wanted to see a little bit more. You know what? That's sad because I forgot about her. I would have liked to see where, <laughs> how she picked up off of him, especially after what he had just learned. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anything else before we jump into our positive side? No, that's all I have. No, I think that was it. And it. Like it honestly wasn't even like a real negative. Like I just straight up said I wanted more, <laughs> which I don't ever think is a bad thing for movies to to leave you wanting. You know. Unless it's a movie with no character background and you wanted more perspective. <laughs> Monster Hunter. <clears throat> um. <laughs> All right, let's jump right into our pros. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to go. All right, um, since you're going to carry the weight, go ahead. All right, um, to start off with, this was an absolutely beautiful movie. Like the animation style, the way they portrayed the city, the the great beyond, the nursery, every part of it was absolutely stunning. Uh, Dude, especially like the, the soul personas looked adorable and like it was just absolutely like just a beautiful. Dude, there was so much detail. Like, did y'all notice y'all could see like the actual wool on Joe's sweater? Or like the lights on his, on his suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it was so that. detailed. Dang. Almost real realistic. It was insane. Yeah, it was insane. Like, especially, I don't know if y'all noticed, like that pizza slice was probably the most oh, appetizing yeah. piece of pizza <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Even just like the sidewalks in New York, it just looks so real. Mm-hmm. The city, the c- I, I could not take my eyes off the city. Like everything then, like, about it was just beautiful. Don't get me started on the dream world, the soul realm. The dream world yeah. was absolutely insanely like beautiful. So crazy. Yeah. Um, right. uh, What's your next one? My next one is I love how they weren't afraid to back away from such an adult topic. And they fully right. embraced it. Like they didn't a hide shy away from any aspect of of life like they straight up were like trying to to iterate to children that death is natural which is crazy too to to think about but it did it in such like a child-friendly beautiful way that it, it was stunning like i don't think since coco i don't think that death has been portrayed in like a more elegant way for kids to understand and not necessarily be afraid of, you know, I think they did a great job 
like delivering what their like overlying big message about <clears throat> about life and death was like um i i just hope all kids understood it you know yeah i mean i can understand maybe some of them won't but i just i hope they look back on it and understand one day cuz i like i said before this is probably the most adult themed pixar movie i've seen even though i mean it can be kids as well but you know so, you i know. think that's what I was saying. I think through through the adult themes, it did a good job of explaining it in a child friendly way. Yeah, you know what? I can, I can walk back. I can walk back on saying some of it. I can see is more oriented towards adults, but what the, 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 their overlying message they got it out to everyone. Mm-hmm. I can walk back on that. Yeah, I I love how bold and adventurous they were ready to go with this. Like they straight up showed you like people going through depressive spells and being lost and not knowing what they want to do, and then like re refinding their passion and stuff. Like it it showed you like real aspects of life it's that funny. as a kid as a kid they might not relate to it, but they do it to where a kid would understand it. You know, like while yeah. they may not be relating to it as deeply as we are they'll understand what what happens like this was like a very like reinvigorating motivating movie to watch like yeah I, I if you were an adult going through one of those phases where you're completely lost and don't know what you're gonna do and you see this movie you're gonna walk away in tears like <laughs> i i can almost guarantee that <laughs> All right, so my final positive out of like the many trillions of positives that there were about this movie, um, I like how how down to earth it felt. Like his interactions with the world around him felt genuine, and like just it, it felt realistic. Like it didn't felt like played up or played down for a movie like it felt like conversations that happen in real life between real people and stuff like the barbershop scene was probably one of my favorites because of how like genuine and real it felt like it didn't feel like a movie script it felt like they could have just walked into a barbershop and just started filming people (laughs) talking that's what you would have gotten dang yeah that's that's a really good point I, i didn't think about it that way but yeah i agree that's crazy and what I was going to say before was I liked, like you said, they didn't shy away, but um, I liked that there was like different aspects of life that like going into the movie, I didn't really think about, but they like, and then they showed it and I was like, oh, that's crazy that they're actually showing that. Right. Like, especially with, like the depression, depressive states, like you said. That was what, what one of my pros was going to be is I just feel like it was so varied in like all the different perspectives and like the experiences of each like individual person almost, you know, like it yeah. showed you so many different outlooks. Yeah. I think it's even more crazy that they were able to like pull this off without like pulling religion into it either, which is kind of insane to think. Oh, about. I know. They want like, to get in They had some like the writers on this get like the biggest props in the world. Cause they had to have been some super creative and just super talented people to, to put this story together right the great before the great beyond <laughs> had to find a way around heaven and hell another thing Part that four. i really liked about the movie is the way they put 
the music like into all the different scenes i feel like it just it fit into like everything it fit into the environment into everything else that was going on yeah you notice that yeah spe- i like yeah. love the soundtrack i, I love the, one of their the best soundtracks yeah the that's what i loved it. about it what were you saying all now? right well i did i, I did my i guess anthony's gonna go and taste her next or that was one uh, of his three I was just gonna say yeah. I love the the jazz culture, jazz music they brought to it. I do too. I love that. And Anthony already said too, Edward. Yeah. Oh. My my other one was just gonna be I I love that Jerry. <laughs> it's like such a complex character. Jerry Terry, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But those were my main three. I th- I thought it was funny how they had different people like that, like counting like how many souls there were. Right. Sure Thank you for like, this medal that I've awarded myself. <laughs> making, making sure nobody is like cheating, cheating death on his watch. I love how he scarred that one guy by revealing himself, and how they're like, "You can't reveal yourself. They're not ready for it. They can't handle it." Which is like very real, too. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he was just like, uh, "Wrong person. Uh, you could live." And he was like, and, he, uh, it, it. and then he straight up told him, "He's like, just don't eat potato chips." Like. It's bad for your health. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll die. Like I know. I've seen people do it. But um yeah, so I'll go into my positives. Uh first of all, um shout out to Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. They did a terrific job voice acting. They did. It was amazing. Right. They had such good chemistry. It felt so natural for it, like es- their interaction. I especially love Tina Fey's performance as twenty two. Yeah, was... there's so much sarcasm in the voice at all times. It was hilarious. I know. It was just perfect. Mwah. I like how they they were like, well, since we don't know if we're a guy or a girl, we can choose whatever voice we want. I just choose oh, this because it annoys people. <laughs> I thought that was weird because um, I, I was watching a, a video because they were trying to see, they were trying to fit it into the Pixar theory to see like who 22 is going to become as a human. And um, I thought that was funny because they started mentioning like male characters. And I was like, oh, that's right. Technically, it's not a girl because they just do the voice. Like it could be anything. Yeah, that's so weird to think about. Yeah, yeah I know. Because I, I think of her as a girl now. But no, it was cool, though. It was a cool concept. Which brings me to my next positive, which is um, I love how they did the concept of where souls come and go. I thought it was done very well. And I thought it was really detailed, like how they have... um. They, like counselors that keep track of everything they have um the great before where like a, a basically a newborn soul get, has to go through their personality they have to get their spark they have to get their different traits before they hit the ground running and are born as a human being or individual right. or animal whatever they're born doing <laughs> which i know like they're like arrogance oh you need to stop sending so many people there like oh, i got it <laughs> it's like no it's okay it's okay don't worry about it but yeah like and then i also really liked how they did um like eve obviously they're dead but how old souls like the most successful souls on in life they they come back and they mentor them like abraham lincoln i I really like that that was my favorite concept of the movie i don't know if y'all saw how detailed it was but they whenever they like flashed on screen, how many mentors she went through, like they listed off like a butt ton. 
like each square actually had someone like a few of them were like pixar writers and editors and stuff and then a few oh, were like real life really. people too yeah oh i, I didn't Dang. notice that i just i mean i knew i i saw the big old list because like she's been through so many freaking mentors but no yeah, i didn't know it was a list of real sheer people like... detail um let me see here finally um I thought they did a, like Anthony said they did a really good job relating it to ordinary people and their experiences like especially like I think that barbershop scene is one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Just how they were all relating. I right. just want to know what happened to the cat soul cuz the cat went to the great beyond. So does that mean there's revival from the great beyond or is the cat just dead? <laughs> I want to I want to I want to assume Terry or Jerry or whatever I saw the count was wrong again. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> and then more onto the relating to ordinary people. I think this movie is a lot better if you individually can connect with it. Like some, mm-hmm. some people may have like a fantastic life. They may enjoy life to the fullest every single day. So they might not hit, hit it as hard as other people. But I think it, um, it really connects to people that can actually hit with this movie and its theme. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, Which I think I, is a strong I positive. I mean, because I, I feel like there are a lot of people out there that can relate to it. You know? Yeah, that like too. more than that can't. Yeah, that yeah, I didn't relate to it to the point it. where like I'm like depressed and lost and don't know what to do. But like as a college kid and having to look forward to the future and just that like, you know, that not knowing, you know, that just made it really like I related to it pretty pretty heavily yeah i it's weird because i'm the opposite like i'm excited for the future like i have a big plan but um but it is i feel like ever anyone could like everyone can relate to this movie like regardless of what you've been through because um like it said you have to live life to the fullest like it's not just about um like they mentioned your spark isn't is basically your willingness to live life like it's not just um what do you call it it's not just an assigned personality trait or like why you're going to go to earth for it's your willingness to live life to the fullest and and um appreciate the little things in life yeah that was appreciate the now Mm -hmm. and like and like joe dying he didn't appreciate everything until he was dead and um it just it it can happen fast. You never know when you'll be gone. And that that brings me to one of my favorite quotes, which which um was from twenty two. She said um, she said you can't crush a soul here. That's what life on Earth is for. Bro, when she said that, it was like, oh my god, they did like, not damn. put that in a kids movie. <laughs> All right. So to, to tack on to what I was saying about the whole theme, I think it was good to see um, in the end, how Joe finally realizes that he. he is to enjoy it is because he was chasing his dreams the whole time. And then like, it's good to chase your dreams. But since that was his like only life focus, he never really stopped to smell the flowers. Right. Enjoy any details in life. But that was really good. I was reading something and it was like, uh, I can't even remember what it said, but it was like, if you chase your dreams too much, not pay attention to the world or something, then it becomes a nightmare or something like that. I like that. Yeah. That is a really good point. Yeah, that's a real good point, actually. And um, <clears throat> I don't know if this was um, me just kind of reaching, but to me, it felt like his mom 
was already kind of hinting at the message that like she doesn't like Joe chasing his ambition all his life because right. he never stopped to have an ordinary life or an ordinary life or like like I said, smell the flowers. Like that's no, why I definitely I think they dropped some hints for that. Like that's kind of why. I mean, obviously she supports him, but that's kind of why she thinks it's like a waste of time because he's like, you need to like just enjoy life as is and live live about your day as a middle school teacher. Right. Um, and I forgot to mention this as well. How it was real kid friendly. The plot of the movie by by doing a body swap movie, like like you know, it's a little silly. Yeah, swapping with a cat. And yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's you know. true. And um, I can't believe we didn't mention this. This is my final little extra point. Was um, how they they presented um people in real life who are like mediums or they have meditative state of mind, like psychedelics. Like that one guy used psychedelics, and they displayed him on a rainbow tie dye pirate ship, going through the <laughs> talking to different souls. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting because it shows like the actual people who can be in that meditative state and talk to different souls in the afterlife. Yeah. That just, it's just crazy. Just like all the different perspectives that it gave. Absolutely. Like it just hinted at everything. Radical. But that's a, uh, that's about it. Whatever. We I all like how it's meditative it. state. Like how it said, whenever you get in the zone to something and you start zoning out, it brings you to like the soul world. And stuff. Oh yeah. Like yeah, how yeah, his yeah. Was yeah. just sign twirling. <laughs> And listening to whatever he was listening to, yeah. I love how I love how um, he recognized him too, like on the street, right? He's like, like hey, hey, I was, hey I was just talking to your soul. He's like, uh, what? I think the no, funny. It was, well, it was funny. On that note, where would y'all rate this on your scale? So we can wrap this thing up like a little bow on top. Slap it and slather it with the 10 out of 10. Dang. Right, Anthony? Um, I think I'll put it as a 10 too. And I am also giving it a 10. Like I said, it is a top five Pixar movie to me. So with that, that is our second movie with, I think second movie, with unanimous 10s. Yeah. Good job, Pixar. Yes, it is. Awesome. It's the newest movie with unanimous 10s as well because our other True. one was Die Hard. So True. Oh, that's true. That's true. So technically, it's our hats. first one if Die Hard sold. Yeah, yeah. Hats off to Pixar, man. They really uh, helped save 2020 a little bit before it ended. Maybe not all movies are bad. Just <laughs> the ones I... we choose to review on our podcast, I guess. Perhaps I treated you too harshly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed our podcast, make sure to follow and review to be notified when we post new content. And while and you're, you're at, at it, you... shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Okay, start that over, Edward. Leave that in. That's so funny. No, uh, we're going to keep going. No, no go. <laughs> and while I you're know. at it, if you want to hear us talk about something other than movies, check out our YouTube channel. That's linked down below. And if you want to know what goes on behind the scenes or an early scoop on future projects, follow our Instagram and Twitter, which is also linked below. <laughs> and, and remember, remember, say hi to your, say mom hi to your moms for us. For us.